0: Broadcast from the centre of England, this is Waffle On, about rent a Welcome to What follow About Rent-A-Ghost, and once again, my name is Meds, because it never changes, and I'm we've Gal.
1: You are? Oh yeah, hello. <laughs> that was a bit high-pitched, wasn't it? Oh, oh well, got... you know, I thought i something different. Oh,
0: yeah, that was very good. Yeah, you know, so different
1: ain't always right. <laughs> what was that? Different isn't always right. <laughs> you have a very philosophical feeling. I know, yeah, there? I know. I've been like that today, haven't I? Philosophical. Yeah, I don't know. I are not going to pornographic. <laughs> pornographic. <laughs> I was going to say pornographic. I am I'll getting us. I'm <laughs> <laughs>
0: And yeah, we're going to uh, talk today about Rent-A-Ghost. But first, of course, we have some people to thank, and those people to thank who have uh, either contributed towards waffle art or just wrote some other nice things. And we should always
1: compliment those people who wrote nice things. We do because we've never had said nice about us in our entire lives have we? Not really, no. 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 Uh, what, what, uh, what about them? Um, them really uh, hot chicks you keep showing me the ones who do all the geeky stuff that we love. All ah, the cool stuff? that's Anomaly Podcast. Um, and that's not being sexy it's hot it's a compliment I'm not like no, hot as I am now I'm no. hot as physically hot it's, it's these are hot
0: you're hot and rather sweaty I divorce am divorce. Oh, it's ridiculous, um,
1: <laughs> it's ridiculous.
0: Uh, yeah. ridiculous uh, yeah massive shout out goes out to uh, Jen and Angela from the Anomaly Podcast you can find that at AnomalyPodcast.com and uh, I think they're producing a new podcast coming soon all about Renfest the Texas Renaissance festival which looks like a right laugh and why on earth we don't have stuff like that here in England, I'll never know. Because there'd just be
1: loads of fights.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I suppose... Be loads of drunk people. It took it way now, too seriously. if, right?
1: I, if I recollect your, your, your history here, as your historian, <laughs> yeah. you once dressed up in a medieval thing, didn't you? And I then did, nearly yeah. had a fight. No, I didn't have a fight. Yes, you did. Didn't well, you nearly I... have a fight with an American bloke? Uh,
0: no, I didn't have a fight on him. No, I didn't have a fight on him. He was—I tell you what he was. Uh, I tell you what it was.
1: What it was I was, uh, was uh, it to do with booze? <laughs> yeah. With you, you're going to be—booze
0: or fighting? Look, when you- look, look, what happened? I should clear this up further. What happened was, yes. was it was at a place called Ruth Castle in Wales, and uh, they had a medieval night, and I was on holiday there, and um, there's—I I got talking to this fantastic American couple who got married. And they, they went all the way around the uh the, the well, round England at that point. Um, going to these like medieval nights, dressed up in character. Yeah. So you know what I'm like, if if I yeah, sit with it. people, and I'm having a few beers. Uh, that's it. Then you automatically become my best friend. And uh, yeah. and so I took upon him to introduce him to oh, yeah. not thinking bud light or uh, whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. rubbish life. crap, but proper in mead and ale. <laughs> and uh, of course, I thought he was lovely. Which apparently he was having a great time. And I went and bought. Now they closed the bar at ten o'clock, but we didn't have to be out till twelve. So I went and bought five. <laughs>
1: He did the classic English thing, <laughs> filling in the table up with boobs.
0: But he didn't come back. And right. um, I thought I, I was a bit I wonder where he's gone.
1: Right. And uh, my friend who was with too, mate said, so They've gone home, they've gone home
0: and I went well you wouldn't have gone home because he he's passed out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is a good story isn't it he is So a he, i got him that joke this factory. is the reason why we don't do Renfest in Britain because yeah, of so people sure. like you uh, getting okay. people paralytic <laughs> well he was having a good time he was. I think was, it was his honeymoon. That man that was in the spirit of medieval times A really bad well, there You, anyway. no, you see, couldn't yeah, drink yeah. water
0: yeah, exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah big
1: <laughs> shout <laughs> out to um, uh, uh, that was a
0: huge shout out there's not really much to know we went to go was there big shout out to the girls at the the ladies <laughs> at the Anomaly podcast uh, brilliant stuff they talk about, loads of geeky TV and it's really worth checking out. Other people to thank uh is uh, Mr. Mr. Moore from you. We have a contest for uh from Rick uh, which we'll mention oh, yeah, we've got uh, a- at the end of the uh, at the end of the podcast. Oh, it's uh, such a,
1: a it's such a classy competition. You'll yeah. never believe it. Well the prize is good though. The prize is good. The, the competition's
0: Basically, for well, 15 what, minutes. i tell you what, let's, let's talk about the, the prize. Uh, that gives our wonderful listeners a oh. lot falling asleep throughout the
1: podcast. <laughs> yeah, so thinking, what now, is the competition?
0: Uh, Rick, uh, you can find Rick at Take In Review, uh, just type, type in Take In Review Podcast. And uh, he's kindly donated a CD. Uh, it's his first uh, ever music CD, a proper CD, buying the shops, all that, as Amazon and... Uh, other the shops that you can get to, and iTunes, and it's called Stargazer, and basically what it is, it's music made to chill out too, basically. It's like looking, I can see you smiling, stop it. Right, and it's Because I know what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> you're thinking, no, basically these CDs were like looking at the stars, and a bit of ambient stuff, yeah. some chill out stuff. Or you could put it on in the background and get nice toasted. Yeah, yeah, Get, get nice toasted. <laughs> uh, maybe a nice glass of sherry? Yeah, oh yeah,
2: that's, that's the slot,
0: man. Yeah, that, yeah. It is exactly. Yeah, the I, love I love my sherry. that you yeah. are.
2: Hi, this is Rick Moyer, and I've got a brand new CD out to watch the stars with. It's called Stargazer. Take a listen to some of the songs. Three, two,
3: one, zero... Commits liftoff,
2: we have liftoff with Apollo 14, three minutes past the hour. You can purchase this 13-track CD or download it at takehimwithyou.com slash stargazer. Stargazer, a collection of songs to watch the stars with. Get your copy today. And the question is, gal right? It's very intellectual. No,
0: this is.
1: Get ready for this. This is like a Stephen. This is like a Stephen Hawking's question. Good Lord, right? <laughs> Me and your man here. Hello. My, hello. I don't why I say hello. <laughs> I just... We want to know what is our combined weight in kilograms. In kilograms. Now, we uh, we put it into perspective. I'm rather little. You'd be like Kenny Baker. Yeah, I am oh, a Tom well. Thumb of punk rock. <laughs> right? <laughs> <coughs> and my other man here is rather... I wouldn't say I am gonna say returns, then, that's not the word I'm looking for. He's a big he's a lot bigger than me. Yeah. So that's the only thing. That's the only, <laughs> so basically if you can g- g- guess our combined weight. Uh-huh. And we're not we not we not asking for it to be dead. No, on no, no. Because no. you know never saw us before. But if you can get us within the ballpark. Yeah, I'm i
0: five foot ten in height. Yeah, and I'm five, five foot six. So that's a, a mill of average build well calcet of average build, give or take. Yeah. Uh, and this we should point out as well this is work weight.
1: Uh, yeah it's our work with our work boots on yeah. and our crap clothes at work yeah so we weren't naked at work wearing ourselves because that's just really weird <laughs> and I think that'd be a breach of yeah, yeah and safety yeah, oh, yeah I am the health and safety you're, yeah. about you're the safety, yeah, health and safety yeah, just say, uh, well, no. where's your health and safety he's standing <laughs> naked on the scales my god he hasn't got his helmet on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you just go, don't start that Now we don't want to go down that route uh,
0: yeah so that's the question now send us a email with your uh, guesstimation
1: yeah, that's customized. Uh, that's rare.
0: To uh, yeah. waffle on podcast at googlemail.com or just have a uh, leave your answer on our Facebook page, uh, which is obviously a good Facebook and look up uh, waffle on podcast. Or, of course, at our main website. Which is forget the uh, www, which just HTTP colon for slash forward slash waffle dot podbean dot com. Other people to thank is Anthony, otherwise known as Ollie Stud Farm. Nice. What? And uh, Anthony is from the Scuttercast. Now, the Scuttercast is if you're a fan of Red Dwarf, which we, no, we of are, of course, well, we are. Um, you really cannot go wrong than listening to the guys at the Scuttercast. Uh, they do a program every week and they devote it to an episode of Red Wolf they've done it in order then they up to around about episode 18 17 or 18 and um, it is awesome it's really enjoyable they've got a good bit of a lot of fun trivia facts well better than ours Uh, well, we was condensed into an hour <laughs> and a half. Uh, but uh, uh, there's loads of stuff that I didn't know. I mean, they, get, they, they do do the research really well. And Anthony was very kind enough to actually um, give us a podcast of the week on their own show. Which is bloody brilliant. Yeah. When you actually... <laughs> because <laughs> we've never and ever liked this, did we? No, it was nice to know that actually yeah. someone enjoyed it. So uh, <laughs> thanks, Anthony. And yeah, uh, just type in Scottcast podcast. I, I think on a Podbean site as well. And they've got yeah. a fantastic form there, which I, I joined up... Uh, the other week great bunch of guys there uh, also I'd like to thank Arthur Vasey he left a nice uh, comment on our website along with Rick Pete as well another kind donator, of and Chad he was Chad are these names real are you making up yeah. well uh, Chad- I think Chad's probably got a, uh, I think that's probably his first name what is Chad short name? is it a real name Chad or is it short for something definitely an American name isn't it? It could it be Chadley no Ch- Chadley <laughs> Chad- <laughs> like the Chadley's Lodge. Chad left us a, yeah. a call a cool um, comment as well. So thank you very much for the comments. All the Where's going. my man gone? Do you mean by your man as Mike? I
1: do, my man, because we should have him as a guest. I'd like him as a guest. Do you want have him a guest? I do. Honestly, uh, not to come to my house, because he's probably a long way to come. Isn't well, he, he lives in Wimbledon. It's a long way to come. But if we could do it, So I'd like, because I I just I'd find him really, really entertaining. I'll tell you
0: what, he did a great episode on Chexys for all about he took his guys together. Okay, i tell you what we'll do. We'll do a Skype call.
2: Yeah. I, I think what are we going to do about what's, what's,
1: what's he into? What's his main thing? Well, we haven't done Hitchhiker's Guide Because we didn't really get it from his uh, last comment. He basically, he didn't want he, did, he, did, he, did, he, did. he had nothing to comment about. <laughs> yeah. on That's one. If you can tell us what he's into, he can get in touch with us. Well, he's a Ta- massive Hitchhiker's Guide to the Oh, guy. no, I'm a big Hitchhiker's Guide to the Yeah. Yeah, not the crap modern film. No. I'm serious in the book and the TV. Part, well, we have got a way. couple
0: of Skype things coming up soon. We've got some joint podcasts with Pete Carman's coming back. We've got Phil coming back. And uh, I'm hoping to do a Skype call, hopefully, with Jen from Anomaly Podcast and, and also Paul. Kenny. Uh, oh, um, um, Kenny's going to join us with TNG I haven't asked him yet yeah, yeah. so no, hopefully he'll that get that? the hint
1: yeah. <laughs> I can talk, that means I can talk to him about All-American TV that I'm mad into as well, can't I?
0: Yeah, I may, really might have to
1: edit that podcast eh?
0: Anyway, let's get on to the yeah, subject Renta yeah. <laughs> yeah. goes, and what best way to start the podcast of Renta get start the podcast with ten minutes into it already yeah, uh, yeah. and then to play the theme tune which is one of the great theme
1: tunes of all time Are you going to sing it? No, I'll, I'll save that for that. Okay, okay, okay. I'll yeah. keep that in the luck out in case you want to have something to say. <laughs> he's the thief. That guy. is he's desperate. Oh, God.
3: If your mansion house needs haunting, just call Rent-A-Ghost. We've got spooks and ghouls and tricks and fools at Rent-A-Ghost. Hear the phantom of the opera sing a haunting melody. Remember what you see is not a mystery, but rent-a-ghost. At your party, be a smarty and hire rent-a-ghost. If you want a fight climb like the spooky heights with rent-a-ghost. You can let our spirits move you, and for fun, play ghost men's luck. Because we in the shock, we hope your knees will not That's rent-a-ghost. Let me say the most terrific single ghost, not scientific, merely supernatural gooey's of the day. Heavy footsteps, erratic, means a spectre telepathic is descending just to spirit you away. Yay! Hey! Hey! We are exploding fellows here at Renty Rent-y ghosts, to be enough that you we be to come to. Renty ghosts, for a biography we both like to. I'm not forgetting a ghost script, an apparition with the deep... The crypt. Ring, rent, a ghost. An crypt from deep
1: inside a crypt. How the <laughs> theme tune there to Ringwraiths, Cal? Now, very <clears throat> interestingly, I was in the um, the Rentigos fan club for about seven years, and uh, and before you say this wasn't last year, this <laughs> is when I was a, a wee nipper. That, and every year they used to send you like. A floppy disk. Remember floppy disks. Yeah. Like a like a floppy disk in a fan club with the with the cast singing the thing I every year. It. And then my mother <laughs> threw them all away when I moved out. <laughs> Damn mothers. <laughs> yeah, that was like my mum who threw away my jet uh, jetfire. Still not. Uh, my ex girlfriend saved my cable. 150 pounds, <laughs> three pound <laughs> fifty.
2: Ooh, you've never, you've never no, I'll never get
1: that because at the time I was a mad. I was a mad Motley Crue fan, and I so badly wanted to be Nicky Six. And then my boots went missing. Where are they? I don't know. What two pound
0: <laughs> So You had to wear your school shoes. Yeah, and
1: 150 quid. <laughs> I had
0: a thing in there. Wrote, composed, not well, composed. That's what I mean, Composed and performed by
1: Michael Staniforth. Who's the, what did he do? Timothy Claypole.
0: Ooh. that's your first
1: fact of the day that, I tell you what it's been it's really mad you, you talk about all this stuff now it's all coming back to me because I haven't <laughs> thought about this for years and also I've refused to tell you anything yeah, that, well, that, oh, yeah, yeah that is true yeah. okay so let's have some background
0: now. rent ghost was uh, a, Britons, a British British children's television programme um, very dated now when you go back and, and look at it or yeah. if you ever get the chance to uh, never been repeated really I can't half, think of repeats I think it has been repeated you're not um, going to buy it on DVD yeah, either, well some facts about that later on um, <clears throat> it ran between not, uh, on the BBC um, between the 6th of January 1976 to the 11th of June 1984 and it was wrote by Bob Bublock what a brilliant and, name I love a name and uh, it was produced by Paul Cheney and directed by David Critchin uh, the uh, background about... Well, what, do you, what do you remember about rent before I actually go into the, the, the facts
1: and details <laughs> well, of it? Well, funnily now, you say this. I was thinking about this last night. Um, when I think about it now, I think about it being very, very camp. Mm. But at the time, I yeah. didn't know what camp meant. No. Or so we didn't... I, I, all I remember of it was being mad Yeah. that's what I remember is being mad especially me as you know mad horror fan it was just it was one of them things that sparked me into horror mm. oh I love ghosts and I love witches and I love everything like that that's what I remember about I can't remember any storylines no I, well. I, I, I can't remember what happened basically what, they do? <laughs>
0: what did they do <laughs> well to me I, I think of, uh, of Rent-A-Ghost almost like a pantomime yeah you know it had that kind of campy cliche kind of atmosphere to it a stu- virtually studio band. Uh, made television program uh, the whole premise of Rent-A-Ghost um, it's uh, located in South Ealing run by, F- run by Fred Munford uh, who's uh, recently deceased and he sets up a company to hire out ghosts to haunt places that's Basic. the whole
1: premise of it ba- it's called re- uh, Rent-A-Ghost but ba- you know what that's like <clears throat> don't you think that's a bit like uh, The Frighteners yeah Peter Jackson mm because he was of course yeah he had the ghost he had he, he, to, uh... he was a bogus one but met yeah. them and used them didn't I to make money they'd mm. haunt the house then he'd come in and get rid of them and then he'd had the money didn't they yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, good film as well brilliant yeah. film the frighteners oh, but, it, but I think one of Peter Jackson's best and it's not talked about a lot is it no it really. No. and it's a really one of his really dark one of his dark films as well
0: yeah, and so uh, the cool thing about the five is it's got, um, got. Oh yeah, a, the man in it. What's the man
1: that full metal jacket? Yeah, it has. Yeah. Oh, he's There's only. Uh. He <laughs> is cool. Isn't he? Oh, he's been in uh.
0: <laughs> Anyway, yeah, the um the recruits of the uh, the the company to hire out was uh, Timothy Claypole, a mischievous with a comical lack of knowledge about modern technology, and Hugh Port, a delicate Victorian earl gentleman. Who is morally shocked by the modern world? The ghosts work from an office, in which they rent from Harold Mead. Do you know? What I
1: don't. I remember Timothy Clare. I really. I ...but the other one. I just don't remember. Well, him? the
0: interesting thing is about you is that Hubert Davenport um, died in 1979. Um, what is this
1: part of the show? No, yeah, he, oh, right, no, he really died. No, uh, know yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, well, no, yeah,
0: yeah, uh, yeah Hubert Davenport was played by Michael Derbyshire, <clears> and he died in uh, 1979 and um, so Anthony Jackson declined to appear now Anthony Jackson played uh, Fred Mumford Fred Mumford's the guy you remember with the big moustache yeah yeah Yeah. well I always thought he was in the whole series
1: and I didn't yeah no apparently not
0: couldn't have, re- couldn't have researched from the book Isn't it and from, funny uh, how you, you from the you, wonderful me- world of Wikipedia isn't it
1: amazing how your memory you, you completely plays yeah, tricks yeah, on you, you doesn't you kind, it? You kind of, it's rose-tinted, isn't it? Your, your, your past is, isn't it? It really yeah, is. Yeah. Oh, that was great. That was. It was. Oh, I remember everything. It's, you're generally wrong. You make your own history up in your head. Yeah, the time, yeah, yeah. I
0: mean, you got to think this is nine seasons worth yeah. of children's TV, and of course, we were children. Yeah. The whole point of it, you know. Um, yeah so uh, you had Timothy Claypole who who was playing Michael Staniford now he was the only actor to appear in in every series and and every episode even
1: um, Hazel McWitch Ah, well, of course, over the
0: course of the series, other characters have addled, Hazelmut, McWitch, a Scottish witch, Nadia Popov, a Dutch ghost who suffers from hay fever yeah. and teleports away whenever she sneezes. And, of course, the pantomime horse.
1: My favourite, Dobby yeah, I mean, you like the pantomime I horse. I love Dobbin. He was my favourite. I used to watch him because I so badly wanted to go in a pantomime horse. And I've still never done it. I'm, I'm getting married next year. Maybe me, uh, me and me 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 and me, a future wife, should do it as our first dance. It's <laughs> <As> a horse. <laughs> there's,
0: there's, nah, there's, there's something here that uh, that was uh, I, I read on uh, on Wiki. Um, uh, it says here another key figure is a ghost from the Wild West uh, called Castrophe Kate, huh? uh, the, almost like Calamity Jane, played by Jane Sheldon, who is collected from outside a magic carpet shop in a spirit world by Fred Mumford I don't remember her uh, at yeah. all.
1: No, it's really funny. You just remember them four, didn't you? The mm-hmm. four characters really, really well, and the next door neighbours.
0: Because, I mean, the whole thing about Renta Goes, it just seemed a total calamity. It was a total shambles, wasn't yeah, well, it? it was just a sh-
1: it was shambolic, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, it was all like
0: the custard pie scenarios. It was a bit like tiswas Was, but, you know, with yeah. the script in essence. Um, yeah, so uh, another person to appear up there was uh, Adam Painting, a local entrepreneur played by the legend now
1: known as Biggins. Yeah, I remember Biggins being in it. Christopher Biggins. Do you, you find, honest, do you find him is? very overrated? Yes. And yeah. me. You know, when people are going well, about... Exp- it, explain to our audience, those who don't know who Christopher Well, I think is. Well, I think in America, he's a proper lover. You might know him from... I think, you know, he he's been on Broadway, and he was friends with everyone, wasn't he? Hmm. He was friends with Frank Sinatra and everyone. Basically, he was a, he was a quite large... I don't even know Jeez. if you could...
0: <laughs> he's not dead.
1: Is uh, a quite chubby guy, and I don't know what was. he's not a comedian. Well, he couldn't particularly he's a, he, he, sing. He, he, he's an actor, he, wasn't he's he?
0: He's a tra- fully trained actor. Um, he was in Porridge, of course. He played uh, uh, Luke, Luke Wolf in, uh, in Porridge. He was in quite a few episodes of uh, Porridge. He's in uh, the Rocky Harbour Picture Show. Well, he's he plays one you. of the Trans uh, Transylvanians, uh, in a, mainly seen in the dance routine for oh. Time Warper. and
1: What would an American audience know?
0: Uh, oh, blimey. You know, that's the problem, really. Um, maybe he's not well known outside of outside of you He did that on safari that game show where all I remember from that was where you had to go over some pretend mud on a log
1: (laughs) yeah no I just remember the cat's phrase On Safari, so goodie. <laughs> that's it. That, that's that's it. That's what I remember for me. <laughs> was that, was that rubbish? Yeah, that's what it was. The other
0: thing, because he became more famous for, is uh, I'm a Celebrity, yeah. getting out of it. Yeah, He yeah. won that, and uh, come down with me was the last thing I remember seeing. On I, I mean, he's a well-known actor for pantomime. I mean, he's always playing Widow Twanky and 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 uh, and stuff like that. But otherwise, no. So that's biggins. So let's uh, move away quickly. <laughs> yeah, move away from biggins from biggins. <clears throat> yeah, so. Um, Going back to the thing, when actor Michael Derbyshire, who played the role of Davenport, died in 1979, Anthony Jackson declined to appear in the next series, leaving Michael Stanford's claypole as the soul of Ghost. Uh, Davenport and Mumford's absences were explained at the start of the series by them having acquired permanent haunting jobs at Stately Home. Uh, after Mumford's departure, the business was taken over by Harold and Ethel Meeker, who suffered from various problems the ghost brought to their lives. Now, that's where I kind of remember Rentaghost yeah, from. Yeah, I don't
1: remember the early. Look, really, we were really young then, weren't mm-hmm. we? And the long suffering
0: neighbours of the Rentaghost are the Perkins, who think the Meekers are just totally mad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a, a little uh, interesting fact A musical version of uh, the show was written by big Rentaghost fan, yes, your favourite comedian and Kev Moore organ's favourite comedian no. Joe
1: Pasquale oh my god
0: <laughs> do we need to explain who Joe Pasquale is no well, ok fair enough he's a high pitched squeaky comedian <laughs> that's his joke and, that's his uh, joke have a guess where the, where the uh, renter Ghost was shown butlin's mm, yeah. now uh, as I say there was nine um, series of, uh, of renter Ghost um, you had one about the DVD release did, only did, uh, series one of, uh, out of the nine has been released what, what, is, that a, is that a rights issue then? yeah contractual problems well, I
1: said that them
0: some of them have passed away and also some of the cast members are no longer actors and are refusing to give um, the licence agreement to show it doesn't actually say in the, the research well Hanson which must be brain bread machine really uh, well, I will come to that in a moment Uh oh. <laughs> see I mean, it was, I'm ahead of myself are uh, some master copies of rent ghost were junked by the BBC oh we, we, here we go <laughs> in 1993 BBC. in 1993 not like I mean no in the 60s did it Cause in they the no 60s that, yeah I mean there was 100 episodes of Doctor Who that had been missing because the BBC wiped over them um, and uh, but you'd think that have learned from losing such classic TV series as uh, you know, um, I mean, the lightly Lads, uh, virtual, that's missing. Stepchon's some didn't know so. They lost loads of them, and didn't they? I? Of course, uh, Hancock's half out. Um, but in 1993, you really should have uh, known that. No, that. Especially when the reason why they got rid of them was on the assumption they were of no use.
1: That's just rubbish, isn't it? Yeah. They wouldn't have run for nine mm-hmm. series if it was that. Whether it was bad, he's, uh, he's, he's up to who's watching it. But a lot of people loved it.
0: Yeah, I mean, thankfully, though, um, a little bit of gold coming out of there is that uh, the BBC Enterprises had requested copies of the first three series a couple of years earlier, and indeed they were showing at the time on UK Gold. Um, these were, like, recovered by the BBC archive, so there is a little bit of hope there that they've still got... They just a, don't learn
1: the lesson the BBC, do they? No,
0: not So, should we talk about the actors? Go on, then. OK, so the main actor in, uh, in um, Rent-A-Ghost is... Timothy... What
1: your...
0: Yeah, Timothy Clair, Timothy. Wasn't it? Played by Michael Staniforth. Would you like to know the first interesting fact about Michael Stanisforth? The first interesting fact? There's numerous. There's well, the numerous, numerous interesting facts about the whole of this. Oh, not just about him, He was born on the 15th of December 1942. What
1: was that an interesting fact. In Selly Oak, Birmingham. No. <laughs> that is an interesting fact. I, I, I retract. I retract my agast at you. Yeah. Yeah, that, uh, that's that, that is interesting. Yeah. Probably no one else in the world. That's really interesting. No, yeah, because really yeah, yeah,
0: this, this is where we come from. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Marco was an accomplished stage actor and appeared in um, the Red Caboose, at Starlight Express. He was the first major actor to appear in the uh, the, uh, the you know touring and uh, Broadway version of that. He was also composed and sang a theme tune, as we said earlier on. Uh, and he was actually slightly worried that when he composed it, that it was a little bit too close to the exorcist. <laughs> I don't, I don't see myself. No, I can't. Uh, Michael, unfortunately, uh, passed away on the 31st of July, 1987, from an age-related illness at the at the criminal young age of only 44. It's really weird, that because I
1: just don't remember him as being, like I said, camp or gay. But when you look back at it, now, it's, it's quite obvious, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But it shows how like, kids are innocent and don't pick up on things
0: and like that. And he had an awesome beard.
1: He did have a really good beard,
0: It yeah? was a good beard, I it must was say. A good beard. He did make a good gesture there. Uh, Edward Brayshaw, who lived with the ghost, uh, was born on the 18th October 1933, passed away on the 28th of December nineteen ninety. And uh, he'd appeared in the, the television series The Three Musketeers, and Doctor Who and, of course, The Avengers. So uh, his role as Harold Mika, um, that we, we know him yeah. best, really. Yeah. Uh, Amy Emery, who played his, his wife Ethel Mika, uh Ne- uh, name do you recognise her name there Anne-, Anne-, Anne, Anne Emery Anne Emery
1: it's Dick Emery to be Dick Emery yep. what was his wife sister sister oh. sister of Dick Emery uh, she uh, um, played a lot
0: of stage work more than anything uh, and it, but it is again I like a lot of things, Rent a so Ghost that she's uh, uh, most Dick. most well known. I didn't know like Dick Henry though, did you? Uh, and uh, yeah, I think it kind of like I think he was a bit too young and it's not not a kind of human. Boy, no, it, it, it. it, it I was. Know, what, I, can, I can see the the, the the some of the stuff like you know, oh, you're awful, but yeah, I like it. What, you, what, you, what I mean. was he called now? Mary?
1: What? No, I don't. I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, the funny <laughs> name. Yeah, that, that character would be allowed anymore, would it? No. No way.
0: Okay, uh, Anthony Jackson, who uh, who we said played. Um, who um, played uh, Fred Mumford, <coughs> the one who obviously left? Uh, he was born on the eighteenth of February, nineteen forty-four, and died on the twenty-seventh of November, two thousand and six. Uh, and another interesting fact: go on then. Born in Birmingham. What <laughs> is going on, with Reverend Ghost? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was uh, born in Birmingham, an in- in actor, and obviously most well-known for us for obviously playing. But he also played the part of the Tailbearer, <coughs> a narrator not included in the original story, in the nineteen sixty-eight BBC radio dramatization of *The Hobbit*. And what's the thing about The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings? Was that inspired by? Oh, Sarah Mill in Moseley. Birmingham. Yeah, this is taking over the... um, the, the, Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jackson also provided the voice of Da, the station animated... Sorry, the station in the animated children's TV series, Over the Engine. You don't like Over the Engine, do you? Uh, No, I didn't like anything like that. Uh, He appeared in sitcoms Bless His House all over Saturday and Mind Your Language, along with... Mind Your Language, my God. Smish. Smish.
1: Mind your citizen. language. Now, that could never be shown these no, days. No, no, no. Oh, dear. No way. In fact, I think we might do a podcast about
0: programmes that are never going
1: to get shown. Yeah, because in Britain, later. we had an awful lot of them. Yes, uh, quite Did, a no, that no. I'll tell you what, that, that is brilliant. That's thinking you think We will do one about that. Yeah. Because it is interesting to talk about how, how society's changed.
0: Yeah, I mean, society's changed for the
1: better. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm the same. Um, bless his house. I think, and, yeah, I think it's one of not those... Not bless things, house. Was the, love thy neighbour. Love thy neighbour. Yeah, we will yeah. talk about that. We will do about that. Uh, That's interesting. He was
0: also in Only Fools. And in his final years, he appeared in The Bill, Casualty, Footballers' Wives and uh, Doctors. Unfortunately, he uh, died suddenly on the 27th of November 2006, having been taken ill during the rehearsals of Waiting for Godot. Uh, (laughs) Good Lord. Lord, I'm not surprised he died. (laughs) Um, This is the next next bit, which uh, uh, has another interesting fact on it, which... I'm hoping that my research has worked out well because if not, I could be shot down in flames but you are going to fall off your chair and just not be able to speak yeah. up um, there. You mentioned earlier one Hazel McWitch. McWitch yeah. Do you like Hazel McWitch?
1: I like Hazel McWitch. She was my um, second favourite character in it. Okay.
0: Hazel McWitch played by Molly Weir. Uh, born 17th of March 1910 and, uh, passed 1910. Away, 1910 and passed away on the 28th of November 2004, aged 94. God, yeah. uh, Mary Weir, better known as Molly, uh, was an accomplished Scottish state actress, best known to legions of children's fans, obviously, as Hazel McWitch, a sister of naturalist and broadcaster Tom Weir. Um, she was uh, also known in early television sitcom Life with the Lions and also Shoes with Sunday. Um, she kind of liked the small TV I don't
1: remember Well
0: in the 1970s she was one of the presenters of *Teatime Tales A television series broadcast by STV Which presumably is, is Scottish TV In which she recalled her childhood The series has also featured Lavina Derwent and Cliff Hanley. She later lampooned the homely image in the comedy series Victoria Wood as seen on TV Oh God Are you ready for this amazing fact? Is it to do with Victoria Wood? No. thank God for that. It's to do with a song covered by your all-time favourite band. Famously covered by Nirvana, the song by the Vaseline's Molly's Lips Is is about Molly Weir.
1: Bullshit. Oh, thank you there. <laughs> Sorry about that swear there, but that was worth that. <clears throat> Bloody hell. I didn't know that. There you go. That's why I was aching oh, to the, that. I time. tell you what, I love that fact. That is a great no, fact. You know, the
0: uh, the like, this is, uh, again, hell. of course, I'm is, of I, love visit my, visit I love that. as well. A fantastic uh, The song "Body's lips by the Vaseline is famously covered by Nirvana, inspired by Weir, presumably because of her character, Hazelmut
1: which typically appeared in white-faced and emphatic red lips Yeah, an inter- an interesting Nabana in in fact about the Vaselines, if you want. That uh, uh, Kurt Cobain's uh, daughter, Frances Bean, is named after uh, Francis, who's a who's a singer with the Vaselines. No, oh, really. There you go. oh there we go. Um, Molly also uh, is a, a, a
0: author as well, and wrote several books. These were shoes for Sunday, uh, best foot forward, a toe on the ladder. I'm seeing a foot thing going on here. Stepping into the spotlight, walking to lines, then one small footprint oh. and spinning like a pirouette. Uh, so yeah, so do did you, did you like that? That, okay. no, that is that's worth the podcast alone. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, later um, members of the cast was uh, Sue Nichols who played uh, Nadia Popov for Popoff from 1981 yeah. um, to did you Does she stick out more in your in your head for that?
1: All I remember is just sneezing a lot. Mm. I don't remember any other character trait that she had apart from sneezing. She was quite. She played quite a saucy character. I didn't she? And saucy even. She's quite a sexy character. Yeah, yeah. She did, didn't she? She would, like she'd have, she you know. She was like the young bit of bit of eye candy, weren't she? As most people now, you know, from from Columbia, know. Street more than anything. Who played Dobby?
0: Ah, now I'm going to get to that in a minute. Ah, but first, of course, uh, I have been neglecting my duties on um, uh, usual fact of the podcast, oh, yes. which, if you noticed, then I was just sat there staring at the screen for a small second because I haven't actually found it but having I mean, just sat there just for those quick seconds I've come up with it Hang <laughs> right then
1: do you want to know? oh god here we go another 10 years link go on <laughs>
0: ok so Sue Nichols yeah later known as uh, playing in uh, British soap Coronation Orgy Street Audrey Roberts Audrey yeah. Roberts recent guest star on Ocean Street was Andrew Sachs who played Manuel in Fawlty John Cleese who worked with David Frost. Thank you very much. That is bloody tenuous though, <laughs> my God. It's the only thing I could come up with. Very good though, <laughs> well, <laughs> better than I could. Well, Sue Nichols is also married to uh, Mark Eden, uh, who's re- uh, also, in you know, Coronation Street, who played Alan Bradley, the notorious Alan is Bradley. Is the one who was knocked over on the tram? He was, yeah. That's he the was. last thing I ever watched. Yeah, the that, right? same thing with me. <laughs> I, I was trying to figure out if uh, Mark Eden had also starred in The Prisoner um, with Patrick McGowan, and I was trying to get a tenuous link from Patrick McGowan to Sean Connery but I got lost kind of like at Sean Connery so unfortunately we'll just have to deal with Andrew Sachs the, um, the uh, Jonathan Ross fan club <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so yeah Sue Nicholls uh, most famous now for playing uh, Audrey Roberts which in is still in Western it I'm th- not too sure wouldn't like to say right, the other interesting fact about um, Audrey Roberts was her husband in that was uh, Robert. Alf Roberts ooh, uh, <laughs> who was uh, who the actor in that was ooh, can't remember his name but he was in Get Car
2: and he got yeah they did and he got a you're the big man you're out of shape yeah. that's it
0: yeah, uh, yeah so uh, that's about it really actually it was Hal Dyer who played Rose Perkins and Jeffrey Siegel played Arthur Perkins now uh, Jeffrey Siegel, a bit about him oh got another interesting fact called oh god <laughs> uh, yeah uh, Jeffrey Siegel, born 1st of August 1920 uh, as we said he played Arthur Perkins in London um, was also in the film Jude uh, Sub in 1934 he was in many British TV series such as *Callan*, Zed Cars, The Protectors, The Wonderful Terry and June, um, yeah. The Palaces, and of course Dad's Army, a, a podcast coming soon from us. He was also in Gourmet Night on uh, Fawlty Towers, which would have been another tedious link to David Frost. Yeah. And he played a civil servant in Yes Minister. One of his last appearances was in uh, Jonathan Creek there we go yeah, yeah. uh, the thing about Sue Nichols of course I should point out is that she was born in Warsaw. she's a bloody yam yam yep
4: there's not you many people going to get that for no, we'll know. A, a term
0: you. we use now. now the very last actress I'm going to talk about here uh, play <clears throat> excuse me um, she played a fever suffering ghost mur Novak in the uh, obviously invented yeah. ghost and this was Linda Leplant
1: otherwise known as the Look, author and screenwriter of Prime Suspect. You never would have thought someone would have started off. Which she yep. obviously started off as an actress then. Yep. Then realized she was crap before I'll get beyond the books and writing and become be a mossmer, Yeah. Yep. Fair
0: and um, damn good writer she used too. Yeah. Um the last two little bits of information I don't have any information about them but you wanted to know who played the dobby in the pantomime horse? Yeah. This was William Perrier and John Asquith. Did they play him all the while? Or yes, they did. Bloody hell! Uh, yeah. What
1: a strange role. I don't know, yeah, it's a Brilliant. Good, I wonder who was the front and who was the behind. Maybe they swapped.
0: Yeah, it depends. You wouldn't want to be bent over like that for too long.
1: And we'll leave that bit there. Yeah. So what you, <laughs> what you didn't just stay out. He's Oh
0: dear me. Um, yeah. So that's it. That's all about winter ghosts. There's not an awful lot we can we can talk about. I mean, we we really wanted to talk about winter ghosts, didn't we? Because
1: it was something from just, our childhood. Like, like said, so we haven't got the my memories. Knackered anyway. Yeah,
0: and also, of course, you know, it, it's one of them things that we talked about earlier on, where the, the the there's not an awful lot of substance to each show, even though it lasted for nine years. But again, the great thing about children's TV programs, and something that you don't get nowadays, is, is uh, I think the ultimate thing about rent a was that it was fun.
1: What was just when you're a kid, you, uh, you know, I ain't too bothered about deep storyline and just no. wanting madness. Throw it. You know, there's this thing in your throw everything on the screen. Some of it'll work, and some of it won't. And no. won't, and oh, this is pretty brilliant. There's w- witches and wizards and mm. everything like
0: that. Could it be, you know? You probably watch it now. It would be rubbish. I think it probably it probably would be, weird. but again, I suppose we'd look at it. Is for, it on YouTube? Any of it on yeah, YouTube? Yeah, there's there's a couple of episodes on YouTube. You've got to around.
1: look if you're in the states and you don't know about this. You've really got to have a look at it because you'll think, my God, why they have done a podcast about that? But <laughs> it was so big, and I was in a fan club so long and loved it so much. I think there was talk of it
0: uh, of uh, being remade. Uh, but uh, nothing has, has come of it I don't I don't think it would work now because I think there's a certain innocence that's been yeah, lost now they'd don't. want it a
1: bit they'd want it t- a lot of kids would run it a lot tougher now Yeah, wouldn't they and you'd have to have you know you'd have to have a message well it didn't have a message it was just just have fun you know what I mean I love that message
0: yeah and I suppose yeah I mean you've got the thing as well about ghosts and everything like that everywhere I suppose the BBC would be worried about offending people and not offending people and doing what they normally do and I think it'd be be, and it's one of the things as well where you know difference in generation I don't think kids would be interested in that anymore we nah. would, obviously, but I don't, I don't think they would. Not that anymore,
1: did I? Not really. So we go over to the park and get drunk. <laughs> so that, uh, that's just that's our kids of have chosen,
0: haven't they? So, should we talk about what's coming up on uh, Waffle On soon? What's, uh, what's our next show that we're going to be called? I'll let you talk about that. I don't know what it is.
1: What is it? It's the uh, Christmas special. Is this the one we're going to do when we're drunk? Yes, it is. Explain. <laughs> well, I think what we're going to do is um, go to the pub. Now, this is where the story could, This is where it could go out of control and then do a live podcast with a few of our friends. Mm-hmm. And is, our, is Bamba doing it? Uh, I've not asked him yet, but he's... We've I got to get so. our mate Bamba. It All depends,
0: because right. we're doing it on a Saturday and he DJs on a Saturday. Yeah, just DJ on a Saturday. And, uh, Saturday. He, maybe you he can come in early. Maybe do it. Or we could get him to do a a thing, and we could play it. Yeah, we could actually. Yeah, so basically what we're going to be doing is we're going to do a... Obviously, it won't be broadcast live because we, we uh, simply no. can't. Um, but we're going to be... Well, obviously, we record live anyway, but it's going to be near enough. I'm not really going to edit anything out unless something really lose a load of sound or um, somebody shouts. was is that because we do swear? I'm going to be talking about Christmas television um, that
1: up with yeah. more than anything. What we love Christmas and hate oh, So yeah, I, I hated a lot of it when I was a kid. Yeah.
0: Um, and it's, yeah, so that's what the, the whole, the, basically the premise is, is that it's going to be talking about. Probably end, up,
1: probably end up talking about none of that. Yeah, it might <laughs> it's just just be it.
0: And that'll be um, put up just before Christmas. We normally try and put an episode up on the 19th of every month. Um, I might just move it a little bit ahead for the Christmas one so it's, it is up near enough like a Christmas episode because the one thing I can't stand about Christmas TV is when they turn around and say I don't know so and so so and so a Christmas special and it's broadcast on the 13th of December yeah it's rubbish yeah, no, it? well, that and also when you get a Christmas show and it's broadcast on Boxing Day
1: that, 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 that is right I hate like things like that yeah
0: because you think really it's, why, it's why have they left it there to go on but is it not that good it's the modern spirit of christmas so anyway thanks for joining us we're going to play out some promos uh, at the end of the show i think we'll we'll play the end credit music for Venter ghost because it's slightly different and plus it's such a cool theme tune. Yeah. um and uh yeah so we're going to play some promos one promo that i don't have at the moment is for a brilliant and it's called happy times and uh, you can find that at podbean.com and it's all about applications for the iphone
1: Someone speaking about applications. I suppose I ain't going an iPhone, so I don't know how we are obsessing. Yep, done by my life.
0: mate, Tim. Uh, Tim huh? from down in Brighton. Oh, fair play. And it's a wiki uh, podcast, and you can find him at uh, happytimes.podbean.com. And uh, the reason why I say that is because I had a Skype chat with him for two hours uh, whilst drinking beer the other
1: night. Where was your wife and baby while this was happening? Uh, they were...
2: Downstairs. Oh, Fatherhood <laughs> no, I no, the
1: Father I'd <laughs> gone to bed
0: and Natalie was having a just chill out downstairs and I got drunk with Tim uh, oh, yeah, yeah. There you go <laughs> <laughs> We uh take a Anyway, here's some pro- he's the uh, sorry, I should say the N theme tune torenticos and some promos. We look forward to seeing you next uh, month. Remember to join Facebook and uh, do all that jazz. Cheers,
1: Cal. Thank you very much and see you again. Bye, Bye. tomorrow. <laughs>
0: Hello there, this is Meds. Just as we were about to finish editing this podcast, we received three comments regarding RentaGhost. and it seems only proper that we actually do put these in, because otherwise it would seem fairly strange if we left it uh, for a long time. I apologise for this sudden change in um, how I sound. (laughs) I'm not using my normal microphone because I'm uh, I'm actually out and about, Uh, but I have my laptop with me and I can quickly edit it up before we send it on. So we've got some fantastic comments. The first one is from Daniel Vieira. And the second one is from Tim Marvis. Now, Tim is the one who does Happy Times. And the third one is from Mike Featherstone. And so, Kel will be extremely happy about that. Thank you so much for the comments, guys. Um, we'll play these, and then we'll finish with the end-title theme tune. Cheers.
4: Hi, Meds and Kel. It's Dan here. When I heard you were doing a show on Rent-A-Ghost, I thought, excellent. I, it's one of my, It was one of my favourite shows as a kid. So I thought I'd look it up and make a comment. Looking on Wikipedia for some info, and I found a lot of surprising information, actually. First of all, I knew it was a 1970s to early 80s show, but I didn't realise there were that many series, for a start. And looking at the information on here, it looks like there is quite a bit of it I actually haven't seen. For example, I don't remember any of the original characters, apart from Mr. Claypole. The things I liked about it though, and I think, just, I think the things that worked really well for it were the neighbours, the Perkins, they were absolutely fantastic and funny. It's every time they're trying to catch them out doing something dodgy and they turn around and think they're, they're actually crazy. And I do remember them having that amulet and silly things happening to them. I think for me one of the things that really appealed to me as a child was that the show was practically televised pantomime. They even had a pantomime horse in it you know, for some of the series, which made it even more obvious. But it's the sort of show that you just don't get anymore on TV, um, not for kids anyway. And it's something I'd gladly probably watch now if, if I could get hold of it. It's a shame you can't really get hold of the DVDs anymore, apart from I think Series 1's available. But I've got to say, the thing that I think is most memorable about the um, the show, and I'm sure you'll you'll go into it in depth, is the theme tune. What a wonderful theme tune, and it's a thing that just sticks in my mind. Um, you know, Having not seen the show for so long, it's the theme tune and um, the character of Claypole that really, the only two things that... Um, and Miss Popoff, because you see her every week, I suppose, now on Coronation Street, but other than that, they're the only th- things that I really can remember a lot about. Anyway, I'm really looking forward to hearing your comments on the show. Keep up the great work. You guys are doing a fantastic job of uh, reigniting old memories and um, speak to you soon.
5: Good evening, gentlemen. I'm really going to start singing now. No, not. it wouldn't be fair on you. Um, Rent-a-Ghost. What a great show that was, back from my childhood, um, early 80s. Let's turn this down a little bit because you can probably hear it and it's going to wind you up because you've probably played it already. So, uh, Anyway, Rent-A-Ghost, as a young child, I remember being quite enchanted by uh, Timothy Claypole. Um, what a great character I found him to be back then. Uh, I think now if I watched him, I think he would just get on my tits a little bit. Um, I also remember Miss Popoff, who uh, when she sneezed, she'd disappear, and I had a bit of a bit of a crush on her as a young lad back then. I also remember the the Scottish witch. There's a pattern developing here. I seem to remember the later series of um, the later seasons of Rent a Ghost rather than the earlier ones. You know, Dobbin the the pantomime horse. Uh, the Witch, Miss Popoff. Um, but yeah, don't go into the cellar. Um, and apparently, Michael Stanforth was the guy who played Timothy Claypole and he wrote the tune. I don't know if he sang the music and he wrote the theme music and sang the theme music or. Uh,
4: anyway, I'm blathering
5: on. Uh, I'm glad you're covering Rent-A-Ghost and I'm sure I'm going to learn a lot more uh, as I often and always do, really, when you guys cover. Uh, a TV show. I think I know a little bit about it, but I always end up learning far more than I thought I ever would. And that's down to the fact that you guys are bloody great. I even listen to the shows where I don't actually watch the show that you're talking about. Say like Alfie the Same Pet. Never watched it. Never seen an episode. Uh, I don't think I, I don't think I will either. But uh, I really enjoyed listening to the show because uh, you do your research well, guys. And uh, I love the show so that's it did I tell you my name was Tim I don't think I did did I I'm Tim by the way from Shoreham uh, study Shoreham by sea although it's not very sunny at the moment because it's dark because it's night time so uh, that's it anyway I'm going to go and watch X Factor now yes yes you can laugh at me but I'm going to go and watch X Factor it's Saturday isn't it and it's nearly Christmas you have to watch X Factor so uh, yeah alright dudes have fun Hang loose and chill out and be cool, um, and I'll speak to you boys later. Love you in a purely manly, macho, give us a hug kind of way. Yep. Yeah, which button do I press? It's this one in it? Yeah.
6: Hey there, this is Mike from London. You know how certain memories are always defined by a piece of music or a television programme or I don't know a place. Well, Rent Ghost is one of those television programmes with me. And the memory that is defined by it is that of my brother having the top of his finger cut off in the hinge of our backroom door. It must have been winter, because the television moved rooms between summer and winter. I couldn't tell you why. It was an old black and white thing with, with push buttons, so I doubt I've ever seen this program in colour. Uh, I was the only one watching Round Ghost at the time. My two brothers were messing around, and one of them shut the other one's finger in the hinge end of the backroom door. So it was a. I don't know, it was dark. I don't know, 4 4.30, Children's television after school. And we all ended up, well, I think Dad came home from work and ended up dashing off to Casualty. So if you ask me what Render ghost means to me, then it's the top of John's finger coming off. As far as what I remember of the programme itself, I guess there were two series. I certainly remember one major cast change. First series with standard three ghosts, the uh, Mr Claypole, the one with the funny hat with the bells on. Jester, that's the word I'm looking for. Can't remember who the other one was, and then I think there was a Victorian gentleman who was Mister Davenport. I don't remember he came, don't remember him coming back in the second series. They replaced him with a couple of others, and I don't think that worked as well. So it's it's the first series I primarily remember, and I should say I am doing this from memory. I haven't looked anything up, so I'm assuming there were two series. But it, see the cast change. I think it faded out in the second one and really never really came on. Actually, I say I don't remember a lot, but as I sit here talking. I don't know the lyrics necessarily, but I can run through the entire theme tune in my head, sort of beat for beat, note for note. You you play it to me, it's in- instantly recognisable. As I say, I'm not going to sing it for you, I don't actually know the words, but I know the, the, the sort of rhythm of it. And I can also picture with ease the, the sort of shop front they had, or the the internals of the shop they had, with the door to the left and the sort of reception desk on the right, where most of the stuff was played out. And, and that was it, I don't remember it as a series showing lots of hauntings and stuff, and people out and about doing things. It was very much a series based in the Rinder Ghost premises. So, not stand-up comedy, but sort of very much sitcom-type stuff, rather than action and a ghostly adventure. Uh, and This being a, a BBC thing, as far as I remember, I've never seen it again, so I've really got very little recollection of, of any of the storylines or any of the plots. Whoever it was who played uh, Claypole stood out for me, he made the series. I think he carried most of the humour. I say, I remember it as something I enjoyed at the time. I remember not enjoying the second series, and I don't remember any more from that. I'll be interested to hear what you guys have come up with. I'm sorry if this is going to depress Kelly even further than the fact that I'm talking about something I have no memory of, but I'm going to have to cope with it anyway. Really? Alright, cheers guys. I'll see you later.
3: party have a seance and hire Renty Ghost we live medium sized tables here at Renty Ghost you can let our spirits move you and for fun play Ghostman's luck cause we aim to shock we hope your knees will knock that's Renty Ghost well it's hardly scientific but it's really quite terrific it's a spirit of the thing that counts for you to be a great manifestation, a phenomenal sensation. Get scared to death, become a ghost too.
1: Ooh.
2: We are extraordinary
3: fellas here at Rent-a-Ghost. To be another Uri Geller, come to Rent-a-Ghost for a biography. We ghost writers, and are forgetting a ghost script. An apparition, quit from deep inside a crypt. Ring Rent-a-Ghost. An apparition crypt from deep inside a crypt. Ring, vent, it goes.
6: So you were doing what yesterday? I was playing Oblivion for 12 hours straight. That is the most awesome thing I've ever heard in my life. I'm still
3: working on it. I'm the obsessive compulsive type that likes to explore every cave,
6: every Mm -hmm. nook and cranny of every mountain, every city, every back alley. Yes, I know. You know what I like? What? Civilization and a bottle of wine. (laughs) Whole day. That that to me would be heaven. Because as I've said before, I can't play Civilization every day, but I could play it for a whole day. If you had a bottle of wine. If I had a bottle of wine. Otherwise, would you play it? it, Not like to get drunk, but just have a nice little, you know. It's like a good book. Just like, yes. That's exactly what it is (laughs) for me. You know? And always think that I might play aggressively and then I never do. Because like, the wine mellows you out. <laughs> because the wine mellows me out. <laughs> it's the most, it's awesome. It's just a really great way to spend a day.
3: <laughs> I'm Jen. And I'm Angela. And when you're not listening to this glorious podcast, we would love to have you listen to ours, the Anomaly Podcast.
6: That's A-N-O-M-A-L-Y podcast.com.
2: meds and Kel, oh my gosh your guys's program is so fun i listen faithfully every time you put it out because i like to waffle on it's true i'm rick moyer i'm the host of take him with you the weekly podcast that's spiritual not religious i talk about all sorts of geeky things including my faith television shows movies gadgets gizmos all sorts of things and i also share some cool music If you want a refreshing look at life with a geeky twist, come take a listen to my podcast. You can find me on iTunes by searching for Take Him With You or Rick Moyer, or you can just come on over to my website, TakeHimWithYou.com. Meds and Kel, keep up the good work.
6: This is Jeff from Champ Podcast. After you finish listening to this excellent podcast, I invite you to come listen to ours. My co-host Jason and myself cover open-wheel auto racing, focusing on Formula One and IndyCar. Each podcast, we review the races, we talk about drivers and teams, and all the news and rumors as well. So come give us a go. We can be found at www.champpodcast.com, that's with one P, or in
3: iTunes, search Champ Podcast. Champ Podcast, the world's fastest podcast.
7: Greetings, Guildies. I'm Kenny.
2: And I'm Jenny. When you're not checking out the Waffle On podcast, why don't you check out
7: Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast for the web series The Guild.
2: Each month, we'll bring you the latest news about the Guild cast, including what projects they're working on and what conventions they'll be attending.
7: Also, we'll be updating you on the current season.
2: We'll talk about some behind-the-scenes fun of Season 2.
7: As well as having cast, crew, and fan interviews.
2: So head over to iTunes and subscribe to Knights of the Guild.
7: Or go to our website for a direct download at knightsoftheguild.podbean.com. Zaboo! I'm Barry Scott. I'm
3: Barry
0: Scott.
7: Ooh, that was a bit noisy. Hello, this is a promo for the Flash and Blade podcast. I'm Tony, and this is my plucky girl assistant, Joe. Hello. That was a bit breathy, Kensington Miss, wasn't it? Hello. Anyway, um, what, what do we do? What do we talk about? Oh, we talk about stuff and things. And things? Yeah. Any yeah, things. Doctor Who, science fiction, all sorts of silly stuff like that. But mainly Doctor Who because it's my obsession. I'm the ancient wise one, and Joe knows well bugger all really about it. I'm the plucky one, apparently, <laughs> allegedly. Yes, she's very, very, very plucky. We get Joe's completely fresh views on all sorts of things to do with Doctor Who and my ancient ingrained indefinable magic views. Um so that's the Flashing Blade Podcast, available from www.flashingblade.org.uk, iTunes Podcast, Ali, blah 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 blah, blah. That's the end of this promo.
1: Toodles Bye We're at waffle on podcast, right?
7: Yeah.
1: Um
0: what is the problem? Well it's a bit male dominated, isn't it? I,
1: supp- I suppose so So what Have you got a solution To this problem You know I think I have I found this podcast And it's presented By two women mm, Now you've got me interested mm, And that hot women as well You've got me very interested And now intelligent you've, women. you've got me very 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 interested and do you know what They love They love Battlestar
0: Galactica Star Trek what? Lord of the Rings All The Star Wars movies Except the rubbish ones Like Phantom Menace my God. Do tell more. You can find them at anomalypodcast.com. Do you want to see what they look like? Yeah. That's Jen looking pretty darn cool with the elf ears And that's Angela holding a great pair of jugs. <laughs> <laughs>